In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today. Today is Good Friday, the only day of the year that is called good, because it's good for us. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. Chapter 18 of John's Gospel. After Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples across the Kidron Valley to a place where there was a garden, which he and his disciples entered. Now Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place, because Jesus often met there with his disciples. So Judas brought a detachment of soldiers together with police from the chief priests and the Pharisees, and they came there with lanterns and torches and weapons. Then Jesus, knowing all that was to happen to him, came forward and asked them, Whom are you looking for? They answered, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus replied, I am he. Judas, who betrayed him, was standing with them. When Jesus said to them, I am he, they fell back to the ground. He said the name of God, I am, and they fell back to the ground. Again he asked them, Whom are you looking for? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I told you that I am he. So if you are looking for me, let these men go. This was to fulfill the word that he had spoken. I did not lose a single one of those whom you gave me. Then Simon Peter, who had a sword, drew it and cut the high priest's slave, cut off his right ear. The slave's name was Malchus. Jesus said to Peter, put your sword back into its sheath. Am I not to drink the cup the Father has given me? So the soldiers, their officers, and the Jewish police arrested Jesus and bound him. First they took him to Annas, who was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, the high priest that year. Caiaphas was the one who had advised the Jews that it was better to have one person die for the people. Simon Peter and another disciple followed Jesus. Since that disciple was known to the high priest, he went with Jesus into the courtyard of the high priest. But Peter was standing outside the gate. So the other disciple who was known to the high priest went out, spoke to the woman, who guarded the gate and brought Peter in. The woman said to Peter, You are not also one of this man's disciples, are you? He said, I am not. 
Now the slaves and the police had made a charcoal fire because it was cold and they were standing around it warming themselves. Peter also was standing with them and warming himself. Then the high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and about his teaching. Jesus answered, I have spoken openly to the world. I have always taught in the synagogues and in the temple where all the Jews come to gather. I have said nothing in secret. Why do you ask me? Ask those who heard what I said to them. They know what I said. When he had said this, one of the police standing nearby struck Jesus on the face, saying, Is that the way you answer the high priest? Jesus answered, If I have spoken wrongly, testify to the wrong. But if I have spoken rightly, why do you strike me? Then Anna sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Now Simon Peter was standing and warming himself. They asked him, You are not also one of his disciples, are you? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the slaves of the high priest, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, asked, Did I not see you in the garden with him? Again, Peter denied it, and at that moment, the cock crowed. Then they took Jesus from Caiaphas to Pilate's headquarters. It was early in the morning. They themselves did not know, not enter into the headquarters, so as to avoid ritual defilement and to be able to eat the Passover. So Pilate went out to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? They answered, If this man were not a criminal, we would not have handed him over to you. Pilate said to the people, Take him yourselves and judge him according to your law. The Jews replied, We are not permitted to put anyone to death. This was to fulfill what Jesus had said when he indicated the kind of death he was to die. Then Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you ask this of your own or have others told you about me? Pilate replied, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and chief priests have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Pilate asked him, So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth 
listens to my voice. Pilate asked him, what is truth? He's looking right at truth. And he says, what is truth? How sad. After he had said this, he went out to the Jews again and told them, I find no case against him, but you have a custom that I release someone for you at the Passover. Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? They shouted in reply, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a bandit. We are Barabbas. We were released, and Jesus took the rap. Chapter 19 Then Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged, and the soldiers wove a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and they dragged, dressed him in a purple robe. They kept coming up to him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and striking him on the face. Pilate went out again and told them, Look, I am bringing him out to you to let you know that I find no case against him. So Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and a purple robe. Pilate said to them, He is the man. When the chief priests and the police saw him, they shouted, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him. I find no case against him. The Jews answered him, We have a law, and according to that law, he ought to die, because he claimed to be the Son of God. Now when Pilate heard this, he was more afraid than ever. He entered his headquarters again and asked Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. Pilate therefore said to him, Do you refuse to speak? To me, do you not know that I have power to release you and power to crucify you? Jesus answered him, You would have no power over me unless it had been given you from above. Therefore, the one who handed me over to you is guilty of a greater sin. From then on, Pilate tried to release Jesus, but the Jews cried out, if you release this man, you are no friend of the emperor. Everyone who claims to be a king sets himself against the emperor. When Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus outside and sat on the judge's bench at a place called Stone Pavement, or in Hebrew, Gabbatha. Now it was the day of preparation for the Passover, and it was about noon, he said to the Jews, Here is your king. They cried out, Away with him! Away with him! Crucify him! Pilate asked them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king but the emperor. Then he handed him over there to them to be crucified. 
So they took Jesus and carrying the cross by himself, <clears throat> he went out to what is called the place of the skull, which in Hebrew is called Gabatha, Golgotha. There they crucified him with two others, one on either side and Jesus between them. Pilate also had an inscription written and put on his cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this inscription because the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, was outside the gates of Jerusalem. And it was written in Hebrew, in Latin, and in Greek. Then the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, do not write the king of the Jews. But this man said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate answered, what I have written, I have written. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his clothes and divided them into four parts, one for each soldier. They also took his tunic now the tunic was seam seamless, woven in one piece from top. So they said to one another, let us not tear it, but cast lots for it to see who will get it. This was to fulfill what the scripture says. They divided my clothes among themselves and for my clothing, they cast lots. And that is what the soldiers did. Meanwhile, standing near the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clophus, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, here is your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. You see, the child that is the oldest is given to the mother when someone dies. There was no older child. Jesus was just the one child. And they gave Mary to John, not his brother. After this, when Jesus knew that all was now finished, he said in order to fulfill the scripture, I am thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was standing there. So they put a sponge full of wine on a branch of hyssop and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the wine, he said, It is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Since it was the day of preparation, the Jews did not want the bodies left on the cross during the Sabbath, especially because the Sabbath was a day of great solemnity. So they asked Pilate to have the legs of the crucified men broken and the bodies removed. When the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with Jesus, but when they came to Jesus, 
and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced his side with the spear, and at once blood and water came out. He who saw this has testified, so that you also may believe. His testimony is true, and he knows that he tells the truth. These things occurred so that the scripture might be fulfilled. None of his bones shall be broken. And again another passage of scripture. They shall look upon him whom they have pierced. After these things, Joseph of Arimathea, who was a disciple of Jesus, though a secret one, because of fear of the Jews, asked Pilate to let him take away the body of Jesus. Pilate gave him permission, so he came and removed his body. Nicodemus, who had a first come to Jesus by night, also came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, weighing about a hundred pounds. They took the body of Jesus and wrapped it in spices and linen clothes, according to the burial custom of the Jews. Now there was a garden in the place where he was crucified, and in the garden there was a new tomb which no one had ever been laid. And so because of it, and because of the Jewish day of preparation, the tomb was nearby. They laid Jesus there. The Passion of Jesus. They laid Jesus there. Oh, yes. We see Jesus. Innocent as a lamb, like a lamb led to the slaughterhouse, like a sheep before his shearers, he opened not his mouth. We see Jesus when Pilate said, What is truth? He had truth standing now in front of him, and he said, What is truth? How sad, how sad. Jesus said, I am the way the truth, and the life. They arrested Jesus and bound him. First they took him to Annas, who was father-in-law of Caiaphas, the high priest that year. Caiaphas was the one that had advised the Jews that it was better to have one person die for the people. He prophesied that. It is better for one person to die, for the people and for the world. Peter denies Jesus. How sad. He was afraid for his own life. If they kill Jesus, they'll kill me. I don't know him. I never saw the man. He's nobody to me. And at once a cock crowed. And in Luke's gospel, Peter goes out and weeps bitterly. Then they took Jesus and Caiaphas to Pilate's headquarters. It was early in the morning. They themselves did not enter the headquarters to avoid ritual defilement. Oh, they're so pure in their pharisaical things, but they turn 
the king of kings, to die. They're so pure with their pharisaical listings. They will not defile themselves, but yet they defile themselves in handing Jesus over. How sad, how sad. Pilate entered the headquarters again. He summoned Jesus and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, I have spoken openly to the world. I have said nothing in secret. Why do you ask me? Ask those who heard what I said to them. They know what I said. I remember being in a conference with the Monsignor and he had heard rumors about me and I said to him, you want to know who I am? Ask those who were with, I was with, go to see Father Blute and ask him about me. Go to see Father Heary and ask him about me. Do not believe these rumors and he changed. He's changed. He said, what do you want? I said, I want to be pastor of Holy Rosary. And so I was. Jesus before Pilate again. Then they took Jesus from Caiaphas to Pilate's headquarters. It was early in the morning. They themselves did not enter the headquarters to avoid ritual defilement. Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you ask this of your own, or have others told you about me? You see, Jesus is the king of the Jews. And if Caesar hears this, he will close their temple. They give up Jesus for the temple. But in the year 70, the temple was destroyed by Rome. When you give up Jesus, the very thing that you're holding on to is going to be destroyed. That's just the way it is. Don't give up Jesus. Don't give up Jesus. Don't give up Jesus. After he had said this, he went into the Jews again and told them, I find no case against him. But you have a custom that I release someone for you during Passover. Do you want me to release the king of the Jews? They shouted in reply, No, release Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a bandit, and he also was a murderer. I am Barabbas. You are Barabbas. Jesus died in our place. He took the suffering on himself so that we, you and I, would become children of God. He took the suffering in our place so that we would become the children of God. The passion of Jesus speaks so love, so wonderfully about love. 
It is love that was crucified. His name is Jesus. It was love that had a crown of thorns on his head. His name is Jesus. It is love that went to the cross. His name is Jesus. Love died for you. Love died for me. It's all about love. The love of Jesus poured out upon Calvary for you and for me. He cried out, it is finished. He absorbed every man, woman, and child. He said, when I am lifted up on the cross, I will draw all men to myself. He drew you into his sacred heart. He drew me into his sacred heart. He drew all people into his sacred heart. I want to close by saying we adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.